Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to Owning It, the Anxiety Podcast with me, author and journalist Caroline Foran. I can't believe we have actually come to the end of season four, how quickly that has flown. Um, It feels like just yesterday that I was planning out the episodes, but I suppose having had a newborn somewhere in the middle of the series, you can certainly understand why my concept of time would be somewhat blurred. For those who maybe are just joining me towards the end of season four, I'm I'm the author of Owning It and The Confidence Kit and I've got my third book coming out in January called Naked and I'm so excited about it. It's all about exploring the power of vulnerability and it's something that we tend to shy away from. Society has taught us to shy away from being, being vulnerable but actually when you tap into it it can be such an empowering thing to do. So I will tell you obviously so much more about that as the time draws nearer. Um, I really hope you've enjoyed all the episodes so far for season four Um, and as always thank you so much for your feedback for all the lovely reviews and all the shares and for all the support but for this last episode I wanted to share something a little bit different than what you might have heard me talk about so far um, but something that's very very important and I think so crucial that I take a moment to discuss. I'm delighted to be working with the HSE to raise awareness around certain specifics of the subject of sexual consent as I think sometimes the specifics around consent can especially for those who find themselves in a situation where they're trying to navigate it in the moment, it can be quite a source of anxiety. Or if you're dating someone new, you're texting someone, especially during COVID times, consent can be quite a grey, murky area. And I really want to clear that up. Of course, it's a very sensitive topic, very tricky for many of us to be open about. But I'm obviously very willing to be open about lots of things. And that's why I'm using this bonus episode of Owning It to safely share 10 different ways or, or 10 tips that can help all of us to be a little bit more confident and conscientious when we're discussing sexual consent. So let's get started. Number one, communication is key. I am forever saying how important communication is, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're trying to talk to your family, trying to work through any anxiety that you're having, and especially when it comes to any sort of sexual relationship. Consent cannot happen without communication. So consent to sexual activity requires not only initial communication, but active and ongoing communication to make sure that you and your partner really understand each other and you're both in agreement about exactly what's going to happen. It's absolutely paramount that there's been communication between both parties that explicitly expresses actual consent. So do not just assume it never hurts to be double treble sure. Number two, you and or the other person can always change your mind. Remember, even if you consent to a sexual act, you can change your mind before the act begins, during or any time right up until the end. You have that power always. You just need to have the confidence to vocalise it. Just because you've decided that you're into it one minute in doesn't mean you can't turn around five minutes later and say, do you know what? I'm just not feeling it. Consent is not a one-off expression. It's absolutely never the case that because you've consented once that you don't have a right to withdraw that consent for a later act. And remember, previous consensual sexual experience does not mean that someone is currently providing consent. Again, you can never be too clear on that. Basically, consent works like this. A person needs to consent to sex and keep consenting and consent enthusiastically throughout. There cannot be any grey areas. Number three, giving consent is really about personal boundaries and we all really need to think about our personal boundaries in every aspect of life and how we express those boundaries and how we live out those boundaries. So giving consent and asking for consent is all about setting your own personal boundaries and respecting those of the other person. So for you and your own boundaries, have a think about what you are willing and willing to do with your partner before it happens and have that conversation. Sexual consent is not just about if you have sex, but also when you have sex and what type of sex you want to engage in. And this applies whether you have sex with a new or an existing partner. 
Likewise, please don't be ashamed of your personal boundaries. They're so important. We all have them. We all move at different paces and you should never, ever feel pressured or you should never pressure someone else to extend your boundaries based on what someone else wants or what someone else might consider normal. In fact, communicating personal boundaries is something that many people find an area where they really could build a lot more confidence. Something I didn't realise is that 32% of single students find it difficult to tell a partner what sexual activities they actually like. We need to change that. I know these conversations can be daunting and sometimes it can be really awkward, but what's most important is knowing that you and your partner are feeling both safe and secure. And to be honest, I actually think conversations around consent when you're in the moment could be quite sexy. I also think Irish people can struggle with this in particular because we didn't talk about sex growing up. We didn't have the best sexual education in school, did we? And we've come such a long way now, but it wasn't something that we talked about with our friends even or in school. I remember having this really embarrassing book that taught me the birds and the bees that I used to read on my own in my room and I would just cringe reading it. It just wasn't something we felt comfortable about. And again, that is something that we need to change. Number four, know the law. There are very specific laws on sexual consent in Ireland and it's vital that we know what these are and that they're there to protect not just ourselves but others too. Now, lawfully, consent is where there is free and voluntary agreement to engage in a sexual act with someone else. And if you're a bit unclear on this or for more information or to find out the specifics of how the law really defines consent, visit sexualwellbeing.ie forward slash consent. Sexualwellbeing.ie is such a great resource and there's so many great articles from how the law defines consent to contraception and even has a section that's just for parents. Number five, it's not just what's being said, but who is saying it. It's so important to remember that certain people or people in certain positions cannot give consent. Firstly, they must be 17 and that's the legal age of sexual consent in Ireland. This means that a young person under the age of 17 is just not legally old enough to consent to a sexual act and that goes for even if they want to or they say they want to. In certain situations it's 18 years of age, for example if the other person has been in a position of authority. Likewise remember being sexually active with someone when they don't fully understand and agree to what's going on. Well that's just not consensual sex. Drugs and alcohol can sometimes affect a person's ability to make decisions including whether or not they want to have sex and this means they cannot give consent. So the following situations, just to run through them, are all examples where someone cannot free and voluntarily give consent. If they're under 17 years of age, asleep or unconscious, affected by alcohol or drugs, pressured, bullied or forced, or threatened with violence or force, mistaken as to the nature and the purpose of the act, mistaken as to the identity of any other person involved in the act, a person with a physical disability which prevents them from communicating consent, or if someone else consented on their behalf. Number six, consent extends to sexting. This is a very new thing these days, sexting. I certainly think that I probably had grown up a little bit before sexting was a buzzword, but consent, it's not just about sexual activity happening in person. It extends to sexual activity taking place on social media, over text or online. Also, just to be extra clear, you cannot post or share sexual images of anyone under 18, even if it's of yourself. If someone sends you unwanted sex or nudes, let them know if you're uncomfortable and ask them to stop. If the person won't stop, block their number and block them from social media and don't feel bad about it. Anyone involved must give their permission to take part and no one should ever feel pressured into sexting or sending nudes. This is something I think so many people would never think of. And if there was one thing that people did more of during lockdown, I bet it was sexting. What else were we doing? Okay, maybe we were eating a lot too. 
But as we prepare for COVID-19 to unfortunately be around for a very long time, it's really important that people take into account the way our relationships and the way our sexual activity has changed and gone digital and understand that consent absolutely relates to sexting. Number seven, this is a big one. What should I ask? Now, it may seem slightly daunting, the idea of bringing up consent when you're actually engaging in the preamble to a sexual activity and it's meant to be so romantic or very hot and steamy, but this is the best thing you can do to ensure everyone involved is comfortable and at ease. But what can you actually say? This is the tricky part. Well, you can ask your partner things like, what would you like to do? Are you comfortable? Is there anything you don't want to do? Is this okay for you? And you can ask these questions during the act as well. You can say, is this still okay for you? Are you still okay with this? Are you okay to carry on? Are you enjoying it? Does this feel good for you? Does what we're doing feel okay? Do you want to stop or do you want to change anything? Let me know how you're feeling. I think there'd be nothing more romantic or more almost erotic than someone having that consideration, which is so important to check in with you during the act. I just think It would be such a lovely thing to hear as well. So don't think of it as something that's going to kill the mood. Number eight, what body language do I need to learn to recognise? So it's not just about talking, it's about body language as well. We communicate so much of what we mean through our facial expressions, our body language and how we move. So examples of body language that can mean someone isn't comfortable with what's going on can include pushing or turning away from you, hiding their face, if their muscles start to stiffen or you feel tension in their body, not responding to your touch or going quiet or seemingly not being enthusiastic all of a sudden. So if there's any confusion on your side or you're not sure if your partner wants to carry on, then you should just stop immediately and talk about it. It's so important, as I've said, and I'll say it again, to respect other people's boundaries. You have to think about the fact that we're not always very good at articulating how we really feel. And we've all remembered a time when we've asked someone if they're okay and they've said, I'm fine. But you could tell from their facial expression or their body language or the way they hold themselves that clearly their body was telling a very different story. So this is so important that not only are we vocalizing consent, but we're also looking out for the physical body language signs of it too. Number nine, it's okay to find these conversations difficult. And this is really important to remember. And I think that owning the vulnerability of having a conversation around consent can be really admirable as well. I didn't realize, and maybe you didn't either, that 25% of young adults agreed that asking for sexual consent is awkward for them. Social barriers we've been taught can make it really difficult to talk about sex and even more difficult to talk about what we do and don't enjoy. We cringe, especially in Ireland. We're just absolutely scarlet to talk about the whole thing. So just know that any awkwardness you may feel around the topic, it's not your fault. We've been conditioned to feel awkward about it. And I know from personal experience how awkward it can be. Although I did share on stage at an event one time that my mother checked in on a previous boyfriend to make sure I was getting enough orgasms. And I told the story in front of a whole room full of people, as well as my elderly relatives. And I actually probably gave him a heart attack there and then. But believe me when I say you'll feel so much better off for being confident about conversations around sex and of course consent. Confidence in this area can keep you safer and can enable you to have sex that's both pleasurable and within your boundaries. We've come such a long way now to own these conversations and be proud of talking about sex openly in a really, really healthy way. Number 10, you should know that sex should be about two consenting adults having fun. Let's not forget why we're here. We're here to have fun. Now, the last thing we want to do is make sex seem scary and consensual and healthy sex is, of course, great and something everyone deserves to enjoy. 
It's also a very, very good tool for reducing your anxiety. Whilst this is of course true, it's important that we always have in front of mind that the goal for sexual interaction is for consenting adults to have safe and pleasurable sex within the boundaries that make them comfortable. And this is exactly why we need to remind ourselves of all of these key points around consent so we can have healthy sex lives without stepping on anyone's boundaries and at the same time make sure we're putting our own comfort first and foremost in terms of what we're prioritising in sexual situations. So that's all for this special one-off episode of Owning It. I really hope that you found it helpful. I hope that you feel a little bit more comfortable around consent and to find out more about sexual consent and all things sexual health, visit sexualwellbeing.ie. If you've been affected by the content discussed and need support, you can contact the Rape Crisis Centre National 24-Hour Helpline on 1800 77 88 88. Thank you so much for joining me. I will be back before you know it with season five and take care of yourselves. The easiest way to access Owning It Real Time is to head to the link in the episode description or episode details, whatever you call them, show notes. You will find the link in there at the top. You can sign up right away for Owning It Real Time and access the full library of 10 situation-specific audio guides that will help you own your anxiety even more than you've ever done before.